I'm Kelohi. And I'm Kristen. And you're listening to Everything Wahine. All right. Aloha, everyone. Aloha. So we've partnered with Women's Fund Hawaii to shine light on many community programs and organizations that they've worked with. Uh, this is a new series that will be aired the last Friday of every month. And here to kick off the series, we have our first guest, Sunny, from Healthy Mother, Healthy Baby Coalition of Hawaii. Hi. Welcome. Thank you for having me. It's an honor. <laughs> So um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah. So first of all, my um, healthcare background is in nursing. So um, I spent a lot of my early um, career as a nurse at the bedside, um, labor and delivery, mother, baby, NICU, pediatrics, um, spent some time in the military. I was an Army Nurse Corps officer. Um, and then, um, you know, after I got out of the military, I... Um, spent some time in business school and then I spent some time on the other side of for-profit work and then um, found myself moving to Hawaii and in nonprofit work. So it's been, that's just kind of a culmination of my um, quick professional like life in the last two decades. <laughs> awesome. So, so- um, with your healthcare background, is that what led you to get involved with Healthy Mother, Healthy Baby? Yeah, it was kind of refreshing when I moved here to look at the position and not have to feel like I had to morph my resume in any way to kind of fit the description. It was just a natural fit. I had actually taken a job somewhere else. And then when I saw that pop up, I sent it to my husband and he was like, just try, go for it. And then the, the position I originally accepted kept delaying my start date. In the meantime, I was interviewing for Healthy Mothers, Healthy Babies, and the board loved me, and I had such great vibes with the staff. And um, I never thought about nonprofit work, so actually this is my first nonprofit oh, wow. gig. Yeah. And um, everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. I feel like, mm-hmm. you know, I felt right. like it was correct and there was a reason why my job kept getting delayed. Mm-hmm. So I ended up telling my first position that I actually accepted and, you know, mm-hmm. totally out of control. <laughs> it was meant, <laughs> meant to, to be. be. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um, that's kind of how I ended up at Healthy Mothers, Healthy Babies. And at that point, they were looking for somebody that can really amplify their social services and mm-hmm. kind of bring a healthcare arm um, and what would that look like in a nonprofit like Healthy Mothers, Healthy Babies? So that was kind of where um, I started. And historically, Healthy Mothers, Healthy Babies is a social service organization and an advocacy organization. Started in 1992. I did a lot of work with Healthy Mothers, Healthy Babies in other states. Oh, so, yeah. Like, you know, breastfeeding policies mm-hmm. when it comes to breastfeeding in uniform. Mm-hmm. Um, that was not allowed when I was in the military. And I was part of the team that wrote the first draft of drafting a policy for the state of Washington for um, breastfeeding in uniform and that being okay. So, um, you know, you could have been breastfeeding not even in the service as a military spouse Mm -hmm. anywhere on base and somebody could tell you to put it away. So, you know, people today think that that's appalling and how could that be (laughs) that was how I grew up my professional life Mm -hmm. and people even when you think about ERA you know Mm -hmm. women's rights like we have not we're not there yet you know and they can't fathom like young professionals that I work with can't fathom in their 20s like what do you mean (laughs) someone told somebody to put it away on base like what do you mean military moms didn't have a safe place Mm -hmm. to breast pump you know like that's crazy mind-blowing things and I'm like no that was not that 
long ago. Yeah. Maybe this just kind of shows my age. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, that was not that, that long was ago. Time, right? <laughs> yeah, so just um, that's kind of where I got the policy bug, you know, a little taste of what mm-hmm. reform policy reform mm-hmm. could look like. Mm-hmm. And um, we did a lot of moving in the military, and I feel like at the core of what I did, it was giving voice to women and then getting more specific, Mm -hmm. giving voice to mothers and Mm -hmm. pregnant and birthing people. And, you know, what does that look like everywhere we go? And um, so it's been an honor to do the work here in Hawaii. Oh, that's really good. And that's amazing. We've, um, we've talked with our moms and we've sat down and, you know, the one thing that I think they really had in common is that it's a very sacrificing role. Yeah. And it's sometimes a role that doesn't get the credit that it deserves. And so it's nice that there's programs like this that, at least give that recognition, give that help that a lot of moms don't really know. Yeah, the support. Yeah, mm-hmm. that they could really get, you know, yeah. if they don't have it at home, that they at least have it in the community. Yeah, and I would say 70% of the mothers that we serve, or I, sh- I should stop using mothers, pregnant and birthing people that we serve, um, they are sometimes often single mm-hmm. and doing it alone. So that... Um, fear of unknown and then you don't even know what you need because you're like you know and so much overwhelmed with everything yeah and so much emphasis is put on the birth process when that is really just a (laughs) small small part part, you know it's everything (laughs) before and everything after four months later when you've got this infant you're like what the what (laughs) what did i just do you know and um you know not to you know speak lightly of it but to shed light Mm on maternal mental health issues Mm -hmm. and things like that it's you know or fathers who experience depression and you know Mm -hmm. um families just needing the extra support if you look at the state of you know maternal morbidity and mortality in our country as a whole if you Mm -hmm. bring it out of hawaii we're not doing a great job (laughs) you know and hawaii is no exception Mm -hmm. so you know we're talking about equal rights for women and reproductive rights and all of that but really even in the basic right of having healthy babies (laughs) bringing healthy babies Mm -hmm. into the world we're just not Mm -hmm. doing a great job so i think that families and pregnant and birthing people need all the support and all the love that we can offer to give them yeah so what other programs do um does healthy mothers healthy babies have yeah so we've uh, been a long time you know partner of the women's fund and they've supported a variety of our programs and um so social services wise we have a new parent support program called pico pals which really focuses on family strengthening so it's a 12-week program and we meet weekly um it's been virtual but starting in person sort of dipping into it now (laughs) it's kind of weird but we've had that we've had um safe sleep cribs for kids program for a long time um like it back in 2012 when we had a lot of infant deaths uh studies had shown that a lot of times it was due to unsafe sleeping Mm -hmm. environments Mm -hmm. and so we provide safe sleep education and free cribs for families in need Mm -hmm. when they qualify we work with wick and snap um, in conjunction if there's like a gap in service or whatever emergency uh, needs especially during the pandemic there were a lot of emergent needs families would call us for food Mm -hmm. so we have manai which we Mm -hmm. help support and supplement food and get Mm -hmm. them connected to wick and snap 
Um, we have a mental health program where we really focus on postpartum depression and anxiety. And that could look like groups, that could look like individual therapy, that could look like something that's embedded in our other social service mm -hmm. programs. But that's really embedded in everything that we do because mental health is you know so yeah, health is so neat important yeah. needed and we have a really short huge shortage of uh, providers mm -hmm. today mm -hmm. and uh let's see i'm missing and then mana mama so midwifery model mm -hmm. of care um we have an amazing tool which is a medical mobile van oh, it goes wow. all over the the island and we provide access to care and we've got a team of three wonderful midwives and a nurse practitioner that goes out to the community, meets women and pregnant and birthing people where they're at. It's also been doing a lot of COVID response testing, things like that. So, that's wow, great. that's it's a so lot. Awesome. I mean, that's a really wide spectrum. Of that you <laughs> yeah, do so. It you really is. do hit you know a lot of things that are not really talked about or shared about too. Yeah. So when we talk about social determinants of health we're really living and breathing it yes yeah, <laughs> I, I have to agree with that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you were selected as one of the women's fund of hawaii um grantees um what year were you selected so we actually get selected many years <laughs> but i was talking to the women's fund i was like you know i would really love to be part of your core program you know mm -hmm. core because they do support a lot of different organ mm -hmm. wonderful yes. organizations um lucky in Hawaii to be in Hawaii where there's so many social service organizations that support the community. Um, but w so in the past, they've, I would say they've supported pretty much almost every single program. Wow, <laughs> yeah. Awesome. In the past. Um, but this last program that they supported was Mana Mama, but mm -hmm. the, um, their grant was actually, so normally it's about a $5,000 grant, but this mm -hmm. time it was all a significantly greater, um, during mm -hmm. the pandemic, it was like a COVID-19 post pandemic oh, response nice. and recovery mm -hmm. grant. And it really was aimed at supporting Mana Mama and all the social services that encompass Mana Mama. Mm -hmm. And it's been wonderful to, you know, be able to show, women's fund what we can do together and yeah. they really helped they were one of the initial along with you know aloha care and some of the other organizations that really helped get mana mama off the ground mm -hmm. um really helped support the COVID 19 response and then what what does that what does recovery look like and mm -hmm. um start really laying the groundwork for picking up the pieces post pandemic mm -hmm. Which we're not in yet, but yeah. <laughs> the light is there. Yes. <laughs> the the I see the light. <laughs> so with um with Mana Mama, does that support the entire state just um now, or is it just on the uh, island of Oahu? So the van currently is only on the island of Oahu, but we do have a 24-hour telehealth line. So oh, we great. do get moms, um, and our social services like Crips for Kids is um, statewide. Um, so our 24-hour telehealth access line has been huge and instrumental for COVID. Mm -hmm. um, it was totally unplanned. Like we had planned the mobile clinic before the pandemic and then the pandemic hit, but... Mm -hmm. um, 
we do have really close plans to, and I guess this would be the first public announcement. <laughs> um, so if I say it, then it has to happen. <laughs> so I'm manifesting it. Yes. But we would like a van like similar to the van that we have here in Oahu on uh, the Big Island, maybe two on the Big Island. Island. So um, the next one will be on the Big Island wow. very soon. That's and amazing. my dream would be to have one on every island, probably mm-hmm. except for Molokai because they have a mobile clinic um, with the community health center oh. and a lot of our work is truly partnering with the community health centers and being their extension mm-hmm. so we don't want to feel like a replacement we're mm-hmm. truly gap fillers that's what, what our role is mm-hmm. in the community and that's what's wonderful about mi- our midwives and um, this multidisciplinary ca- um, model of care mm-hmm. is that we can pivot really quickly and we can figure out what really quick yeah, yeah what the need is really quickly so um yeah, I, and our midwives are just that's that's their that's what they do, you know. Community health is what they do. Mm-hmm. So it was a very intentional decision mm-hmm. um, that we made as leadership to uplift midwives and um, and specifically to use you know CPMs. Mm-hmm. So I really believe in the work that they're doing and the wonderful things that they're doing for the community. That's amazing. Yeah. Especially because a lot of people like, really don't know truly what midwives could do. And mm-hmm. so just being able to share that and advocate for that as well and gives a lot of options for, you know, expecting mothers out there and yeah. parents. And we live in this really sensitive space, but in like an in-between space between mm-hmm. like doulas and midwives and OBGYN professionals mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. other healthcare professionals like nurse practitioners mm-hmm. and lactation consultants like people don't know even the difference between a doula and a midwife right. at the <laughs> basic some people don't so being able to educate the community but also seeing um, our doulas and how impactful that they have been especially during the pandemic and mm-hmm. especially for the most vulnerable in our community, like single mothers mm-hmm. or mothers who have deployed spouses, which I have a soft heart for because I've, <laughs> you know, I've been in the service. Mm-hmm. So just being able to support women in that way has been so powerful. And then following up with a community visit from a midwife, it's mm-hmm. just so beautiful mm-hmm. in ways that I can't adequately describe in words. You know, we're doing such wonderful, beautiful work out in the community. So. I mean, it's really a program I've never seen out there before. So it's great that you guys are spearheading in this new direction too, and being able to bring that awareness to you, you know, moms who don't really know that they have these options mm-hmm. out there and don't really know that they that's a could, resource, yeah, that available they, for them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you know, um, at first we thought we would just have a fleet of Priuses. That's mm-hmm. that was like what originally we thought. <laughs> And in hindsight, having this mobile clinic has been amazing because um, it really creates a safe space Mm -hmm. to do assessments for the providers Mm -hmm. and the midwives that see um, clients. But um, yeah, in the case of sexual violence or domestic Mm -hmm. violence, you know, things like that, or even mental health, things that are very sensitive, Mm -hmm. but very necessary for us to assess, Mm -hmm. I think it's important to have a safe space just not just for the client, but for our providers Mm -hmm, as well. mm -hmm. Um, The Big Island van will probably have all-wheel drive and be a little bit more rugged. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of people that live in areas that are 
way far from any kind of healthcare. So I totally understand how that would be a big help. Yeah. And so just really, truly filling the gaps. Um, There are very specific things that we're working towards. And we are very intentional about the partnerships that we make. So Women's Fund, very intentional. (laughs) You know, Aloha Care, very intentional. And working on very specific things to help improve the healthcare of pregnant and birthing people in the state. We have lots of room for improvement. <laughs> always growing. Yeah. yeah that's good. That's the one thing I mean you can always count on. Everybody will somebody will always be giving birth. There will always be new babies out there. So all there's the always time. room to grow. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> babies don't stop. No. We had a lot of COVID Nobody. babies. <laughs> I know all my friends are pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned that actually because my sister-in-law actually we saw you folks out there um, at Kamakanali'i recently oh yeah and just all the different programs that they do offer and everything and the lady there was so nice I, I wasn't sure um, exactly what she does but she was so nice mm-hmm. and she was so helpful with my sister-in-law because she has no idea what she's doing and <laughs> so this is a great resource for her. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and whether it be childbirth education yeah, mm-hmm. or a formal doula or a midwife, like whatever it is that we lock you in. It doesn't matter. Is it safe yeah. sleep? Is it new parent support? Yeah. We lock mm-hmm. you in and then we try to kind of guide the process. And, yeah. you know, it's there's no... Um, there's no formula. Mm-hmm. We kind of have a secret sauce, and that's what's yeah. wonderful about being a small organization, um, a small in you know, very grassroots, mm-hmm. is that we have the secret sauce, and our midwives are amazing, and mm-hmm. you know our providers are amazing, our case managers are amazing, our program managers, and there's this Hawaii like network of wonderful partners mm-hmm. so we don't definitely don't do this work alone mm-hmm. we have this whole network of other nonprofits that we lean on that mm-hmm. we work on and it's like hey sis i got this mama here you know and mm-hmm. it's very it's a secret sauce that we have and we don't want to lose it <laughs> yeah. yeah no matter how big we get that's good actually yeah. <laughs> so um with women's fun of 40 you know you guys do work very well you've worked very long with them um how did you folks even hear about them at first? Yeah, I'd, I've only been in the role for three years, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but as long as I could look back at all the um, previous foundations mm-hmm. and partners that we've worked with, Women's Fund has been there. And the, I know uh, Alika, the new executive director, she mm-hmm. was actually somebody that we met um during her pregnancy journey. Oh, and then wow. prior to that, I ha- didn't have the privilege to meet Leela, but I know that she'd been in the role for a long time leading the organization. Um, I think I have some board members who are involved in a lot of the fundraising efforts with the Women's Fund. We've been connected to the Women's Fund in different ways for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And um, from what I know about the Women's Fund, they've just been instrumental in providing a lot of like startup and seed money to different amazing programs in the community. And if you look at their, we had just talked about it, their long list of, you know, (laughs) organizations that they've supported. So um, it's been a really great partnership and, um, you know, it would be weird if we didn't (laughs) <laughs> we did yeah. a partner with the women's yeah. fund we're healthy mothers healthy baby <laughs> it's kind of like hand in hand, hand in hand yeah. so yeah it's been great and i'm excited to see what we can do with their new leadership that's great mm-hmm. that's um that's really amazing that they you know have been a partner with you folks for so long and has kind of you know helped grow you folks with you folks as well and over the years yeah, yeah. over the mm-hmm. years and be able to build you know, with you folks, all these different programs and reach 
Wahine in a different, you know, aspect that they might not normally have reached into, you know, without your folks' help. Yes, absolutely. So is there anything that you folks are currently in need of or is there any besides the new mobile van (laughs) yeah i mean tons of need always and there's if um, any of the listeners are thinking about volunteering or thinking about supporting an organization um hopefully um reach out to healthy mothers healthy babies there's always something whether it be delivering um diapers food provisions cribs um of course funding is always needed our clinical team and the level of care that our midwives provide can never even if um we take insurance it will never we will never break even especially in the otherwise i believe every doctor would be out there in a van you know i think <laughs> yeah. at the heart of every caregiver every doctor every yeah. midwife the reason why you can't do it is because the numbers don't make sense right. and um i don't make it a secret there's no secret it's it hemorrhages money, <laughs> yeah. but uh, right. you know, that's why we have wonderful partnerships like the woman's fund to supplement mm-hmm. and make up the difference so that our midwives can spend an hour with a grieving mom, wow. you know, that's an awesome. hour with a single mom, mm-hmm. um, drive over to why or, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Waipahu to meet with a mom who has multiple kids, mm-hmm. can't get to a doctor's visit just to go and rub her fundus and make sure she looks good mm-hmm. after her baby otherwise she wouldn't have gone back to see her provider and then bring her a hot meal and you know bring her some extra things and you know just even those little things can make such a huge difference Mm -hmm. and kind of just take the edge off you know during a really stressful time in your life so um that's where we're at and we have tons of needs please call us and um yeah and i we have been um we've we have been getting some wonderful volunteers during the pandemic we engaged over 120 so hawaii is a very loving and and very and very generous um, Mm -hmm. place Mm -hmm. and um yeah and although people know hawaii as paradise you know for those who vacation we just have to continue to help each other and uplift each other especially Mm -hmm. wahine so that's we're all about (laughs) here for you yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us and shedding light on a lot of the programs that you folks do and the amazing work that you folks mm-hmm. are doing out there in the community mm-hmm. and the partnership that you have with Women's Fund. Um, yeah. So thank you again. For yeah. All of that. Th- thank you for giving us a voice. You know, often we don't um, we don't do that enough. Mm-hmm. You know, really toot our own horn and really try to let people be aware of what's going on mm-hmm. we're so focused on these grassroots efforts mm-hmm. but i know that that it's important to let the world know what we're doing yeah. you know yeah. so thank you for having us i have one more question yeah how can someone reach out to you guys for help yeah would, be, would they go through your website or? yeah you go through our website 24 hours a day we've got a staff member usually a nurse lactation consultant or a midwife oh, wow. um on and so you can click the message button and t- somebody will respond 24 hours a day um you can email us you can there's a direct intake form mm-hmm. you can reach out to us through instagram or facebook so all the ways perfect <laughs> yeah awesome. we're here <laughs> oh, sneak that one in yeah <laughs> thank you thank you for being here, For more information on Women's Fund Hawaii and how you can help our local community programs and organizations, please visit womensfundhawaii.org.